welcome to the Sweat Simple Podcast. My name is Brooks Herbis, and I'm an online fitness coach helping people simplify and make sense out of the all-too-confusing fitness and nutrition industry. In this episode, we'll be chatting about what to do after fat loss and mostly how to go about maintaining the weight you've lost and stay at your current weight. So grab a coffee, water, glass of wine, or lace up your walking shoes, and let's dive in. All right, I've been wanting to do a podcast or an article or something about maintenance for a while because I think it's something that isn't talked about super frequently and that makes sense. Um, You know, to be honest, like most people's goal is typically always fat loss and that's what I get the most questions about. So, and honestly, that's what people struggle the most with. So most of my content is around weight loss and how to actually like lose that fat but kind of a big gap in you know my content and even just what's out there in general is what do you do after you actually lose the weight like how do you actually maintain that Uh, so I really wanted to take the time to you know record a podcast episode all about maintenance specifically and you know how to go about like maintaining all the progress that you've already made. And number one, I apologize for my voice. I have a cold right now. I'm a little stuffed up. And number two, this whole episode is assuming that you have gone about fat loss in a sustainable way. And in doing that, you've built up, you know, these habits um, and this lifestyle that is fairly easy to maintain. Um, This episode is not going to be helpful for you if you have just finished uh, the keto diet or cutting out any other macro group, cutting out carbs for a month, some sort of 30-day detox, a cleanse. Like This episode is not going to be helpful because, hate to break it to you, but if the method that you use to lose the weight is not sustainable and not something you could continue then the results that you got using that method are not also not going to be sustainable. So this whole episode is assuming that you went about fat loss in a very smart and sustainable way and you, you know, feel like this is just like your life at this point, but you're at a weight that you're happy with, you feel super comfortable in your body, you're ready for a little bit more, you know, flexibility when it comes to eating and calories and social situations. So how to go about actually transitioning into that. Um, so let's dive into that. First things first, a lot of people kind of assume, um, they need to continue eating at the calorie level that they currently are. So if you're in a calorie deficit, they think like, okay, I just need to continue that. Um, that's not the case. If you continue eating in a calorie deficit, you're going to continue to lose weight. Um, So really you need to adjust your calories, which is great news because that means that you get some more food, your energy levels are going to be better, um, and you just have like more flexibility in general, which is going to be awesome. But how do you go about actually calculating your calories for maintenance? Um, So again, this is assuming that you've been calorie counting or have a rough estimation of how many calories you've been eating every day, um, whether or not you're counting them or not, you know for sure that you've been in a calorie deficit. Now let's actually go about finding your maintenance calories. So this time I want you to take your current body weight 
and multiply it by 15. And that is going to be your maintenance calories. So you have a couple of options here. You can either immediately bump up to those maintenance calories and start eating that amount every single day. Uh, to be honest, you likely are going to see a bit of a spike in the scale, not fat. Um, it's you know going to be extra carbs and sodium and just more food in your body. And if you take that method, the spike is going to be a little bit more um, substantial versus if you take the second method, um, the spike might be a little bit more gradual and less severe. Um, so before you even decide which of these you're going to do, I actually want you to do two things if you haven't already. Number one, I want you to take progress photos. And number two, I want you to take measurements. That way, when you see the scale spike up, you can feel super confident um, looking because then you can measure yourself again and take another round of progress photos and say, oh, okay, yep. Scale spiked up. It's not bad. I have physical proof right here. My measurements have not changed at all. It's just water. All right. So once you've taken your measurements, you've taken your progress photos, you now have your maintenance calories. Like I said, you can either jump right up to them or you can take this second method, which is to start slow and add about 50 to 100 calories a day every week or two weeks. So if we're looking at an example, let's say you've been eating in maintenance and you've been eating about 1800 calories a day for your deficit. Oh, sorry. Let's say you've been eating 1800 calories a day for your deficit. So I want you to then add 50 calories to that for a week or two. So rather than eating 1800 calories a day, every single day, you're now going to eat 1850 calories a day for a week or two then you're going to adjust up to 1950 calories week after that you might jump up to 2000 or 2100 calories a day these slight increases every week or two weeks are going to make that initial scale spike much smaller um, and ultimately you're going to just keep slowly adding 50 to 100 calories um, uh, to your daily total every week or two week, either until you hit those maintenance calories that you calculated or until your weight stabilizes and starts to remain the same. So this kind of looks different for everyone. Some people, um, it might happen, you know, pretty quickly. Other people, it might, you might be reversing up for, you know, a month or two. Um, it really depends on how big of a deficit you are in, honestly, like how tall you are, how much you weigh, um, and ultimately like where your maintenance calories actually fall. So this is going to look different for everyone. I would encourage you to just start small, add 50 to 100 calories to your daily totals every couple weeks, and just keep doing that until you see your weight start to even out. So a couple of reminders with that. I do want to remind you that like we talked about, the scale will spike up. It is not fat. It is due to the fact that you are now physically eating more food. So there's going to be more food in your stomach that hasn't digested yet. And also maintenance is great because you do have some flexibility. So you might be eating, you know, more carbs, which are going to cause you to retain more water and potentially foods that are higher in sodium, which again will cause you to retain water. So remember, you can always go back to your measurements to prove to yourself like, hey, I am not gaining fat. This is just like water weight. 
and it's normal. Uh, so just keep reminding yourself of that. The worst thing you could do is go into maintenance for two weeks, see the scale spike up, and then immediately go back down to a deficit. Like you are just going to keep spinning your wheels if you do that. So I want you to give this a shot. I want you to get rid of the scale for a little bit and like not let that have much as much power. And I want you to don't give up on maintenance after a couple weeks and just keep going. Something else to keep in mind that's really important when it comes to maintenance and the scale is that maintenance is a range and it can be anywhere between five to 10 pounds. Um, just like how your weight fluctuates daily when you're in a deficit, it's going to do that same exact thing when you're in maintenance. So you're going to see that initial spike up, like I said, typically about five pounds. Um, and then from there you can have daily fluctuations. Um, I'm shorter, I'm a little bit smaller. So fluctuations for me are typically between two to three pounds, but I would say normal fluctuations anywhere between five to 10 pounds. Again, that is very normal. It's part of the process. Continue to look at your weekly averages, just like you did in a deficit. And if that weekly average is staying, but really it's, it's up to you and your goals and whatever your goals, you know, kind of fluctuate through, uh, throughout the year. If that weekly average is staying pretty consistent within a couple of pounds, that means you're still at maintenance. Um, if you know that weekly average starts slowly creeping up every single week, then that would mean that you're in a surplus and you might want to dial back your calories a bit. But as long as it's staying, you know, within a couple pounds, you're in maintenance um, and you're looking good. Another reminder that I want to talk about when it comes to maintenance. Sometimes people assume that, you know, after they've lost the weight, it's just kind of like all or nothing, like let's go ham, I put in the work. And again, hopefully you've done this in a sustainable way. So you're not feeling super deprived. You're not feeling like you need to like go on this like all out splurge and you're ready to just like maintain what you've been doing and just eat a little bit more of it. So I think sometimes people assume like, okay, I have all these extra calories. It's going to be really hard to hit with, you know, the deficit foods I've been eating. So now I need to have ice cream every night. Like if you want to, yeah, you could, but if ice cream every night doesn't make you feel good, then I'm not going to recommend that. Uh, so what I recommend really for maintenance is not changing your diet and just continuing to eat the things that you have been eating, but maybe just eat a little bit more. So, you know, rather than having half a cup of rice on your salad at lunch, maybe now you're having like a full cup of rice on your salad at lunch or, you know, eating a little bit more protein at every meal. Um, it's really just like having the flexibility and staying more full. Um, you're really going to see this come into play on the weekends. You know, previously, maybe you would have to make the choice when you go out to dinner if you were having a drink with dinner or if you were going to have an appetizer with maintenance you may be able to have both um so again it's really just about like keeping most of your diet the same and then just giving you a little bit extra flexibility to one eat more and two maybe you know not have to make those hard decisions in social situations but yeah, please do not think that you need to completely change your diet and start eating all these, you know, things that you weren't eating previously. It's not the case. You can really just honestly keep doing what you're doing and hopefully you will.
Uh, okay, let's talk about now maintenance and workouts and how that all comes into play. Maintenance is great to build muscle. You're going to have more calories. You're going to have more energy and you're probably going to be able to lift heavier. So this is a great place to really start building some muscle, especially if you're a beginner, you can build muscle in a deficit, but it is much harder to do than when you're in maintenance. So this is now really the time to like buckle down in your workouts. Um, If you're not already, definitely get started on some sort of strength training program hopefully one that is rooted in progressive overload, meaning you're adding some sort of stimulus to your muscle, you know, on a regular basis to continue to make sure you're getting stronger. That is really going to be how you build muscle. Um, So yeah, maintenance is really just like, I like to tell my clients, it's actually going to give you like a ton of momentum and you're probably going to feel a lot better. Your sleep is going to get better. Um, There's just so many good things about maintenance, so don't be afraid to eat those extra calories because, um, like I said, this is a great place to build muscle, which could ultimately then end up changing your body composition um, because, you know, if you're building muscle, um, you're probably going to look leaner, which is great. Um, Let's chat about what to do after maintenance then. Uh, So, you know, let's say you were in a fat loss phase for however long, maybe it was six months, maybe it was two years, whatever that looked like for you. You finally hit, you know, a weight that you're comfortable in. You've been in maintenance now for six months. You know, what are, what are your options? Um, you could either stay in maintenance, like you can stay in maintenance indefinitely. Honestly, most people I would say are in maintenance most of the time. That's where I spend most of my time. That's where a lot of my clients spend most of their time. Um, because it's kind of, you're just at like a great spot. You're in a good groove. Uh, so that is an option. You can just stay at maintenance indefinitely. You can also always then move into cuts, whether it's another longer round of a deficit or you want to do like a mini 30 to 60 day cut. Um, You can do that as well. Uh, So, you know, some people like to um, go into maintenance, you know, during the winter and then do a little mini cut before summer and then go into maintenance, um, you know, during the later half of summer and cycle through that. So you can absolutely do that and then just go into, you know, deficit uh, for whatever period you want. I would recommend at very, very minimum. 30 days of each phase. You don't want to be jumping between the two like every two weeks or something. That's not going to get you any results. So stick with a phase for at least 30 days. On the opposite side of a cut, you could also go into a surplus. So adding 100 to 200 calories a day um, to your total daily maintenance calories to put you in a calorie surplus. Um, And this is where you're going to build a lot of muscle. So if your main goal is to get stronger and to really build muscle, I would recommend some sort of surplus phase with a caveat to know with any sort of calorie surplus, there will be at least a small amount of body fat that you would gain. But again, you can always cycle between these phases. So you could do a surplus, really build some muscle and then go into a deficit to kind of let that muscle show through. Um, and lose that body fat. So 
you know, those are your options. Like I said, I really love to just like stay at maintenance. It makes me stay most balanced. Uh, I want to chat about one more time to use maintenance and it's actually during your fat loss phase. So, you know, this whole podcast was really focused around how to, you know, what to do after you've lost all of your weight and then transition into maintenance. This is actually going to be a tool for you to use during your fat loss phase. And it's called a maintenance break. um, And it's something I would recommend taking every 8 to 12 weeks of your calorie deficit. So let's say that you have a lot of weight to lose and you're not going to lose it in, you know, two to three months. I would say that's most people out there. I would recommend taking a short maintenance breaks along the way every eight to 12 weeks. This is going to be super beneficial because it's going to honestly allow you to adhere to your deficit for much longer over a longer period of time. So these maintenance breaks can be anywhere from a week to a month long, but I like to tell my clients that it's really going to give them the momentum to keep going. So I say eight to 12 weeks because some clients need them more frequently. Some clients need them less frequently. The main thing to really pay attention to, um, to decide when you need a maintenance break is, you know, have you been adhering to your deficit? No problem. And now all of a sudden it's a struggle for you. You know, are you getting these like really intense cravings all of a sudden? Has your sleep been really terrible? Your energy super low? You know, have your workouts been just trash? If any of those are true, it's probably time for a maintenance break. And again, you can make that a week long. Maybe you just need a short break. You're going on vacation, whatever. Or you can make it a month long. And then you just get right back to your deficit. Another 8 to 12 weeks go by. Do another maintenance break. And just keep cycling through it like that. That is going to make your fat loss phase so much more enjoyable than trying to grit through a calorie deficit for six months. Like that is not enjoyable. You're probably going to end up throwing in the towel and you're just going to end up like not even wanting to continue versus knowing that you have these maintenance breaks coming up and you do have some more flexibility and you have a little little bit of a break that can give you so much more motivation and momentum to actually keep going. So definitely utilize that tool. Don't forget about it and just, yeah, really use that along the way during your fat loss journey. Like in general, maintenance, I think is like just not talked about enough. Like I said, I think everyone is like very focused on fat loss and how to actually lose the weight, but there isn't much conversation going around about what to do after you lose the weight. And there is so much success to be had in maintenance. And so it's so much more enjoyable than being in a calorie deficit. So, you know, that should always be the end goal is to eventually transition into maintenance and, you know, find something really sustainable for you that you can ultimately do for the rest of your life so that you can just be in maintenance forever if you really wanted to. That's always, always the ultimate goal. So don't sleep on maintenance. It is awesome. It's very underrated by most people and it's honestly just the the end goal. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Sweat Symbol Podcast. As always, if you guys have any 
questions, comments, found this episode helpful, please let me know whether it's leaving a review, sending me a DM, sending me an email. I honestly just like love hearing from you guys and love hearing what pieces of content really resonated you with you and were helpful. So please don't hesitate to reach out and I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you.